So I want to start this episode by saying that uh, this is not the episode that I had planned at all. I had another episode planned uh, for a few days now and been making a lot of notes and just making sure it was going to be good. And then uh, I stopped by the gym. So I like to go to the gym before I do these. I just feel like my head is a little more clear. Um, I can think a little better. And when I did that, I saw a friend of mine who I haven't seen since the quarantine or maybe a little bit before. And uh, we talked about a lot of the same things that I have to constantly remind myself. Um, He was falling into a lot of the same traps that I've fallen in and sometimes still continue to fall into. And uh, I decided that it was really good for me to just revisit some of that stuff. And it's some stuff that we have talked about before on here, uh, but maybe not a, a complete dedicated episode to it. So I thought it may be good for you as well. Um, so let me just set this up for you. So I'm talking to my friend and, um, I don't think he would care if I said his name, but we'll just leave it out just in case as I didn't ask him about this. He didn't know I was going to do this. I didn't know I was going to do this until I started setting up my equipment to record. Anyway, he kind of starts to tell me about the things that he's going through, the things that he's dealing with. And I don't want to put all of his business out there. Um, but his, uh, his relationship situation, uh, was going through a change. So with that, his living situation was currently changed. Um, his work situ- situation is uh, is becoming an issue. We'll say it's, it's just stressful right now. And on top of that, he's a uh, a newer father, got a small kid. So we move on in conversation eventually and start to talk about you know podcasting and YouTube and business and all that stuff. And this guy has wanted to start a YouTube channel for quite some time. I mean, I can remember probably as far back as six months, maybe even more, when uh, he was kind of floating some ideas out there as far as like what he wanted his channel to be or possibilities and we're kind of bouncing ideas around and we never really landed on anything solid, but he had some stuff, he threw some stuff out there and uh, there was something there. You know, he, he possibly could have rolled it all into one or could have been a few different channels, which sounds daunting to me. As you can see, i barely put out content on this this channel um which is changing it's getting better and we're going to address that in this episode as well um but as we were talking about that and he was talking about still being interested in it i was thinking to myself i'm like man let's just say that was roughly six months ago think about the amount of content you could have created in six months how much farther along you'd be Uh, so the conversation continued on and, uh, we started getting into gear, cameras, drones, gimbals, all that kind of fancy stuff. Um, stuff that I like to talk about. Um, 
and we were talking about some of the gear that I use for videos. Uh, some of the videos you guys don't see, uh, by the way. So I've got a, a pretty good gig going with um, Harley Davidson that I'll probably talk about later. And I do a few other things too, but it's allowing me to create more videos. So I've bought more equipment to do that as, as things progress. Um, but we were talking about uh, gear and he says, okay, well, I think I want to get a gimbal for my phone. And a gimbal, for those that don't know um, how to describe it to someone that's never seen one. So they sell gimbals for different things. Um, you can get one for your phone. You can get one for your big camera, like your DSLR, mirrorless cameras, whatever, you know, like what I'm shooting this podcast on. And essentially what it is, is it's like a super stabilizer. So if you want your footage, like while you're moving to be super, super stable, use a gimbal. And what it does is it has motors and the better the gimbal, the more motors it has. But basically if you start to move to the left, the motor will compensate for that and instantly pull to the right to keep that camera perfectly balanced and perfectly centered. So he wanted a gimbal he wanted a GoPro and he wanted a drone. So depending on all the different stuff you can get and add on and which models you go with and all this stuff, um, he's easily around a thousand bucks, possibly more when it's all said and done. So as we're talking about this, he's been showing me some different uh, people on Instagram talking about potential podcast guests for this show. And he's showing me on the iPhone XR which is perfectly capable of recording really, really good videos and decent enough audio for most situations. Um, and if you don't have anything else, then it's the best audio you're going to be able to get. So there's no use in worrying about that. Um, he had also mentioned in that conversation that he had the Adobe suite, which contains all the stuff that Adobe makes and within that is Premiere Pro, which is a top-of-the-line editing software. And it's the same software that I use to create this footage. So I point out the fact that, you know, although I'm no wizard with it, I know the basics and I learn a little bit more every day. But he also works directly alongside a guy that makes some of the best videos, at least on the local level that I've seen, you know, of similar content that he would want to do. So he has access to both of us. He's got a good camera. And to me, that says, you know, if you're looking to start a YouTube channel, you've got what you need. You know, you've got the basics. You've got more than, than most people. Um, so if you can't tell where this one is going, we'll just go ahead and cut to the chase. You know, fancy equipment is great. It really is. I mean, I'm a tech geek when it comes to equipment for podcasting, for video stuff, all that. I watch YouTube videos. I watch reviews. I check websites for pricing on stuff I probably will never buy, but that's an interest that I have. And the more equipment that I can have, the better. That's great. Um, having your own, your own place is great. You know, I mean, that's one of the reasons why there's such a lag in episodes in these podcasts, why there's such a big gap, rather, is I'm staying in a temporary place between houses, and the house I'm staying in isn't bad by any means. It's actually nice. It's just a little dated, you know, and I told myself that, okay, well, I don't, I don't want that on camera. That doesn't look good, and 
Then I told myself, well, I don't want to have guests on the podcast right now because I don't have my fancy studio set up with my badass woodchuck custom creations table that he's lending us and my big TV where I can pull stuff up and my fancy boom arms and all this stuff. All that stuff's put away right now. So I didn't want to have a guest because I'm like, oh, I've got all this great stuff. I don't want to waste a guest was kind of how I was looking at it. You know, and and going back to him, you know, I get that working a full-time job and being a new dad takes a lot of your time and that leaves less time to create. But at the end of the day, that is your situation. And that's possibly your situation if you're listening or watching this right now too, is you've got a kid or kids or you work a full-time job or a full and a part-time job or two full-time jobs. You got a lot of shit going on. But at the end of the day, If you want to be a creator, you have to start creating and not tomorrow and not next week. Trust me, I've fallen into that trap. Oh, I'm going to record an episode tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. You got to start today. Do something today, whatever it is. You know, take a video of yourself. uh, If you want to be a a vlogger, just make a vlog today. If you want to be a podcaster, record a a solo episode or grab a friend that's, that's close by or at your house now and, and record an episode and maybe you don't release it, but at least you learn, oh, this is easier than I thought, harder than I thought. Oh, I'm glad this wasn't a real one because we should have done this. We should have done that. You got to start today. You're going to find 101 reasons to postpone doing it. And I know because I've did it. You know, I mean, like I was saying, the huge gap in the podcast for essentially what looking back now as I'm recording this one were silly reasons. And I mean, if you're watching this on YouTube, I, I guess you can see, you know, I'm, I'm still not in my house. I'm coming over to a friend's house to record because I was so worried about what it looks like on camera, it, which ultimately doesn't matter. That's a, that's a trap that you get caught in in your head. Same thing with starting a business and these dudes spending, you know, months and, and tons of money on creating the perfect logo. At the end of the day, none of that kind of stuff matters. I mean, for example, PewDiePie. On YouTube, the most subscribed to over 100 million subscribers and his videos currently, as it is right now, he sits in the floor of some random room in his house and I'm sure he's using a really nice camera, but the footage is is grainy or just it's some kind of weird, some editing style that they do. He sits there in the floor with this grainy camera you know, I, some people may like that look. I don't know. Just for me, I, I wasn't into it. But, and this is the most subscribed to person on YouTube. And I'm worried about, oh, the, the house that I'm staying in is dated. It has paneling on the wall. I don't want that in my YouTube videos. It wouldn't have made a, a, a difference. If the content is good, I, I don't think any of you guys would have turned it off, especially the listeners that have been here for a while because of the, the setting, because we weren't in the, the cool studio that we started out in and that you're used to. I've I've made the same excuses about the gear too. I mean, I didn't want to put this show on YouTube until I got a certain camera. I mean, this is not a, a brag by any means, but I mean, the camera that I'm shooting this on, well, we're using two cameras. So I, I realized the irony <laughs> as I say this, that I'm saying you don't need fancy equipment and I'm, I'm going to tell you about my fancy equipment and multiple camera setup. But the main camera that I use on this is like a $1,300, $1,400 camera with an $800 lens on it. 
And I was dead set on that needs to be my YouTube camera. That's the camera. That's the lens combination that I need. And then, of course, you know, I bought a GoPro for different stuff. And I was like, well, I've got another good camera that shoots good video. I might as well have a second camera. But the point is, you don't need all that stuff. I get caught in the same trap. I need it. I want it. You know, it's it's one of those things. It's It's easy to do. But just realize it's an excuse. It's an excuse to not start doing whatever you want to do. And that's, that's, that's really all it is. You know, you can't, you can't justify it any other way. You know, if you've got a cell phone in your pocket, no matter which one it is, he had the XR, I think, but I mean, if you've got the iPhone six or the help you, if you've got some kind of Android phone, but you know, if that's what you've got, then uh, no, I'm just kidding. I I started to get the Note 10 before I got the iPhone 11. Uh, but if that's what you've got, use it. It's better than not making anything. You know, I mean, that doesn't mean just put out crappy stuff. But you know, make the best content you can with what you have available. You know, we're we're kind of starting to talk in circles here, but that's the idea. Whatever you want to do, start now with what you have. You'll get better. You'll add equipment. You'll meet the right people to help you figure things out that are going to make things better or easier or cheaper or faster or whatever. But that doesn't really start to happen until you get started. So keep in mind that I'm not speaking to you from some point of view that I've got it all figured out and that I'm killing it with this podcast and that my YouTube channel is killing it and you should listen to me like I've always done. I'm just talking from experience, things that I've learned and things that I'm still learning every day on my my own personal journey to create stuff. I'd also recommend that you don't pay attention to the numbers. Make content that you enjoy creating. That's going to be the easiest way to continue to create is if it's doing something that you enjoy. Like I mentioned, I'm doing stuff for Harley. I'm grateful every single day for that opportunity. Because I genuinely enjoy motorcycles, I enjoy the Harley-Davidson brand, I enjoy the video process, so I'm, I'm living a dream, and I'm very grateful for that. But it's going to be important that you make the content that you want to create, or make the content that you would want to watch. And I would imagine those two would, would go hand in hand, maybe not, but either one of those is going to be, you know, your ticket to success, in my opinion. You know, that's the only way that it works. Don't create some persona. We all know people that are on social media pretending to be somebody or trying to be something they're not. Don't do that. I mean, it even if it does work, like how exhausting is that? You don't want to do that. You know, just just be you. There's people out there that are looking for exactly whatever you have going on, like whatever your style would be. There's people looking for that. Now, it may take a while. It may take years. Like, dude, everyone, I guess especially because I do podcasting and I don't think I've done a freaking episode yet without talking about about Joe Rogan or his podcast on my podcast, but let's admit it. He's the GOAT. Anyway, everyone wants to talk about the Spotify deal he did. If you haven't heard, uh, Joe Rogan signed a deal, like an exclusivity deal with Spotify, So starting next year, the only way you can get his podcast is through Spotify. 
And it was crazy because everyone says, you know, Joe Rogan has never done anything. He's always been anti that, you know, anti people having control over his content. And I don't know if you don't have premium, if they're going to start throwing ads on there. That doesn't seem like his style. But the thing everyone is talking about is that there has been, and I don't know how accurate it is, but there's been a hundred million dollar number attached to that. But what, and and that is a crazy number. That is a crazy, crazy number. But remember that Rogan is top of the food chain when it comes to podcasts. Also remember that he is 11 years deep and what, 1100 plus episodes deep into this. This is not, you know, this has been a long time in the making. So don't make 10 videos or 10 podcasts or if you want to be a woodworker or whatever, make two cutting boards or a chair or a bench or whatever, whatever it is that you want to do, you know, I don't know, name it. Don't just do a few and then get bummed out about the numbers. I honestly have stopped looking at mine altogether and people that I know and trust and admire in the business world don't like that when I say that, but it's true. And the idea, the thinking behind that was if the numbers are low, I don't, I don't care. I don't stress because I don't know that they're low. But on the flip side of that, if I have one episode that does exceptionally well or one video that for me does exceptionally well, I don't get stuck in this trap and I don't struggle with wanting to only create that type of content because I think it's going to perform well. I think that that in itself is a trap and I've seen a lot of people fall in that trap and if your main goal is to become a YouTuber or uh, some kind of social media influencer or whatever and you find some content that works for you and your only deal is to monetize it and make money then maybe that is the strategy but for for me personally and for my shows you know getting on YouTube and doing the podcast and stuff it was never about the money um and it was never about gaining momentum quickly. Obviously, if I could get 100,000 downloads an episode right now, that would be fantastic. But until then, I'm just enjoying what I'm putting out, enjoying the conversations that I have, enjoying being able to share the information like this. So I genuinely do not care about those numbers as much as most people do. So getting back to my friend, um, I leave the gym I get in my car and I pull out my phone and I send him a text and I say, hey man, if there's any way that I can personally help you do any of this stuff, um, I'm going to do it, no charge. And if you're listening to this podcast or you're watching this on YouTube, that goes for you too. Now with that said, if you have money to pay for help, you know, be it my help or, or someone else's, then compensate for them for their time. Because as you know, we're all really pressed for time these days. But what I'm saying is if money is the only thing holding you back and you feel that somehow I can help you, I mean, don't be slimy. Know that ahead of time. Like if whatever you're doing scammy or slimy or gross or just whatever, you know, maybe don't do that. But if you genuinely feel like you're trying to put good out into the world and I can help you in any of these ways, then definitely reach out. I'm down to help. I mean, I've offered my equipment to people. I've let people record with my equipment, you know, to to start their podcast. Um, 
I'll shoot video stuff for people. I'll do whatever I can to help if money is the only thing that's that's holding you back. So this one's been a little bit shorter. I think that's uh, that's good for these solo ones, unless I just really have something to say. I, I plan to stick to this shorter format. But as always, thanks for the support. Um, I'm really bad with the ads. I don't run them as much as I should. But don't forget to check out onit.com slash self-made. People are like, how do I use your, your code? So as far as I know, I need to see, this is how bad I am at this. I'm not even sure if there is a code, but I know that if you type in onit, O-N-N-I-T dot com slash self-made, when you place orders, I'm supposed to get credit for that. And again, I'm so bad that I don't go and look and check and they send me money and I'm like, okay, cool. And that's, that's it. Um, but with that, just so you guys know, I still pay for my products too. I just get a little kickback from whatever you buy. It's a company I know, I trust, I believe in. You've heard it all before. Um, but if you do that, that helps the show out. And also check out Woodchuck Custom Creations. Um, by far some of the best woodworking I've ever seen, not just in person, but online as well. Um, I've shown some of his stuff to my friends that do woodworking and they're in amazement. Uh, he just built a super, super nice coffee table for a client that came out super sick. And as far as I know, he was kind of wrapping up with that. I don't know what else he's got on the books, but if you're interested in a cutting board or any kind of furniture, anything you're interested in, like I said, we're not in the studio right now, but that amazing table that I normally use, the big giant river table that's actually for sale he can build you anything between you know from chopsticks you know custom chopsticks is even a thing and he makes them and i think he's the best at them so anything from that to a giant river table he can handle um check him out just tell him that you heard about it here and i know he'll take care of you as always thanks for listening guys we'll catch you next time You've been listening to the Self-Made Podcast. If you feel that others may benefit from this podcast, please help spread the word by sharing with friends and leaving us a review.